Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an August 10th Thursday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places, Associated Press, Real GM, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We have tons of podcasts. We have the NFL covered, the NBA covered, you name it, we've got it there for you on the Locked On Podcast Network. So look for your favorite teams, including the Trailblazers, which we have covered right here. And on today's show, I'm going to be joined by my girlfriend, Kelsey, where we're going to talk about the drama of the NBA from the crab trade to Kyrie Irving and Carmelo Anthony, among other things. But we do have a little tiny bit of news and other business to take care of before we get to the fun So we're going to start with that. And the first order of business comes from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that Portland has still kept an interest in Carmelo Anthony despite Carmelo still being steadfast in his desire to play for the Houston Rockets. Trailblazers All-Star Damian Lillard and Guard C.J. McCollum are continuing to recruit Anthony, according to Woj, and trying to get him to consider the Blazers as an alternative. Mello still has his heart set on Houston, as I mentioned, but C.J. and Dame are putting the full court press on still. C.J. McCollum the other day was seen on video on Twitter and Instagram working out with Carmelo Anthony in New York at their gym over there. They were playing together on the same team. Uh, The highlights looked pretty good. CJ was getting buckets. Melo unleashed a a kind of a cool hook shot that would kind of be a a cool addition to his game as he evolves into uh, a different type of player because he's a little bit up there in age, but he can still get buckets. I mean, this is a guy that has averaged 25 points per game over his career. I know that a lot of people are really, uh, again, it's very uh, in vogue to be down on volume scores, I think, among the basketball intelligentsia. But if you score 20 points a game, you're a good NBA player. And, And Carmelo Anthony can get buckets. And, you know, last year was tough. He was not all the way right, but the team sucked. 
the work situation was terrible. Phil Jackson was trying to kick him out of New York. And in Portland, on the other hand, you know, he would be more... I, people would like him more and also I, I people would, I think, embrace him more because I think Blazer fans are just in general good at that. And he's developed more as a playmaker as he's gotten older. Again, this guy's averaged 25 points a game for his career, 24.8. I'm rounding up, and that's what I, I, I do that. And he, he's also a good rebounder, so he'll help rebound as well. He's not just a, you know, he, even though he, even if he plays the three, he can help rebound, and he can still play the four as well in stretch lineups. But, again, Woj reporting that he still wants to go to Houston and that nothing has changed on that front. But the Blazers, according to Woj, are still keeping an interest in Melo and doing a trade with him. And CJ and Dame are still trying to get him to join the team. So we will see if that all works out. Uh, Obviously... Mello hasn't budged yet, and they've been doing this for about a month now. We're getting close to since uh, the original report from Woj and ESPN that the Blazers had an interest in going for Carmelo Anthony and that they thought they could be a top three team. So we'll keep an eye on this. Again, uh, the Carmelo Anthony story isn't going anywhere. You, We, we talked to the guys, uh, Gavin Scholl and, and, and Josh Bass, last week from New York, and they were talking about that they thought that there was a really good chance that Carmelo could still end up in Portland because of the situation with Ryan Anderson, Houston's inability to trade him. It, it makes it difficult to get a deal done when no one wants to take on a contract. And so Portland still is not interested in helping them, it seems like. And we'll see uh, where the Mello trade goes because, again, uh, they're trying to get a third team, according to Woj. The Rockets are to, to, to take on Ryan Anderson because – Scott Perry, who was brought in to the Knicks front office, who was previously with the Kings, wants more for Carmelo Anthony than the package that had been proposed earlier. So the 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 Knicks are trying to get the best deal that they can, and Portland presents that for the most part. If you if you send Harkless over to them, uh, that is is a much better asset, I think, than any of the other offers that they have because the Harkless has gotten better he he has been worth the contract and probably a little bit more worth than than he's getting paid signing a four-year 40 million dollar deal and so uh you get good value in Harkless if you're New York and he's young and even though he's not much of a creator off the dribble he's still a really nice wing player that you can have to play defense and, and is sturdy, can guard guys in the post, can play the four, and I think would be a really nice uh, player for the Knicks to have around Chris Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr., who they also think is going to be, or who they're going to try and turn the team over to, which is another part of the report that the Knicks just want to go younger. So with that, we're going to move on. There's another tiny bit of, I guess, news. It's not really news, but just a little note, uh, NBA.com named Yusuf Nurkic as one of the six players to watch to win the NBA's most improved player. Of course, CJ McCollum won that award a couple of years ago. They named some other guys that have a really good chance of getting it, like Giannis and Tatacumpo, on that list as well. So uh, we'll see. I think Portland will have to deliver 
on uh, some wins. They'll have to get into the playoffs. I think they're going to have to do much better than what they did last year, just sneaking into the eighth seed for Nurkic to get the recognition that would be required to win most improved player. It would have to be uh, a surprise like the one we saw with C.J. McCollum where the Blazers were not expected to be a factor at all. And C.J. came out of nowhere for a lot of people and and earned his way to the Most Improved Player Award. So uh, it, I think if Nurkic is going to get an award like that, that it's going to have to be uh, a situation like the one we saw with C.J. McCollum when he won Most Improved Player. So Yusuf Nurkic, the expectations I think are there. I think that is the biggest reason why the Blazers have a good chance to make the playoffs, even though they traded Alan Crabb, who really played well down the stretch during Nurkic fever. They're going to miss his three-point shooting. The Blazers may have to rely on some unproven guys. They're they're going to need Alfaruk Aminu to maybe find that stroke that he had a couple of seasons ago, even though teams left him open and the, the perception of him being a shooter never came to fruition. People didn't respect it. But he, he made them at least, and that, that really helped. That matters. That's what matters the most is making them. So if he can get back up to 36%, maybe that helps. Uh, if, they, if they keep Harkless and they just have the team that they have, don't make any moves. You, you want Harkless to shoot the ball well from three, continue to cut well off the ball. But you're going to need all of that, and you're going to need guys to step up. Maybe a Jake Lehman gets some more minutes to make some threes. If Pat Connaughton makes the team, maybe he gets an opportunity to knock down shots from the outside. So we'll see, and the Blazers obviously as well still have the mid-level exception, but they may keep that uh, seeing as how the NBA economy is kind of contracting and some teams may eventually buy out some guys that could help the Blazers down the stretch of the season to make a playoff push or what have you. So uh, that's kind of a Houston Rockets move. If you'll recall when the Detroit Pistons waived Josh Smith, the Rockets added Josh Smith with Dwight Howard and and James Harden, and that was the year they made it to the conference finals, and Josh Smith helped them pull that 3-1 upset off against the Clippers. So uh, there's there's good reason to hold on to that mid-level exception into the season because there's really no rush to do it, especially at this point. We're in early August, getting to mid-August, and we're about a month away from the season. So uh, probably... Not the worst idea to keep the mid-level exception, and Portland also would have to cut someone to add someone without to add someone. And obviously, the most likely candidate is Pat Connaughton, but they've kept Connaughton's contract open for until the end of August. So we have a deadline at the end of August that they will have where they'll have to decide on whether to cut him or not. So, uh, but that would be the only way that they could add someone is cutting someone. But they may use him for a trade because the team that he could get traded to could eventually could just waive him at no cost. But that's going to do it for the news update today on Locked On Blazers. And before we get to the conversation with my girlfriend Kelsey, where we talk about the the hottest NBA storylines and get her perspective, a word from our longest presenting sponsor, SeatGeek. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. 
It's the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best deals at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. Like I mentioned, when I went to Chicago to the Pitchfork Music Festival, I got my tickets on SeatGeek. It was super easy. It was guaranteed. I didn't have to deal with fakes. It was really easy, and it was really convenient, and it didn't take much time. Just a couple of taps on the phone, and I got guaranteed real tickets. And uh, I'm looking at going to a, a Mariners game. Mariners are in a playoff push right now, right in the wild card. And, and I'm going to use SeatGeek because it's the best app for that. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to make sure that you get the best deals and the most bang for your buck. They grade every deal from 1 to 100 with their deal score. And it's just the best app to go to a sporting event, a comedy show, theater, concerts, whatever. Use SeatGeek. But the best thing about SeatGeek is that my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And to collect on that $20 rebate, just download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code L-O-N-B-A. That's promo code L-O-N-B-A to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code L-O-N-B-A today. And now, my conversation with my girlfriend Kelsey talking about the NBA storylines of the summer. We will see you next week. So, for today's edition, August 10th, I'm joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Kelsey, to talk about the drama of the NBA and get her opinion on some of the NBA storylines that are dominating the airwaves. Kelsey, how are you doing? I'm good, and I appreciate that you're flattering me. Well, I know. Uh, you, know I, you know it helps. I, I, know, it, I know it helps. <laughs> but uh, we are here to talk today about a lot of the drama. I think we should lead off, since this is a Blazers podcast. I you think know we should I lead, love drama. We, we should lead off, though, with the trade of Alan Crabb. What are your thoughts on seeing old Alan Crabb go? Now... To Brooklyn. To Brooklyn. Um, yes. I mean, I'm just going to be honest, and obviously I'm biased. I'm a Portland kid. Um, I think Brooklyn was the great hope that never was. It has never delivered. It has a beautiful facility, a beautiful arena, and for those of you that don't know, the best arena food okay. in the game. I don't agree with this take, but because I had the he arena food. He doesn't, but I, he I, hasn't I, had I the had, pulled pork okay, nachos. All right, all right, fine. I didn't have the Or pork the pork dessert cart okay, that okay. happens at the sweet level. So okay. you don't know. Okay, I don't know. I've had a piece of cake the size of my head. Anyways, um, you know what? I think Alan Crabb, given that he is rocking an Odell Beckham Jr. hairstyle, will thrive in the New York market. Obviously, it checks there. Um, I liked Alan Crabb. He is no more heartless. So I'm like, loved him, but I'm like, mm, I can let you go. He's not like one of my like top guys that I'm like super sad, didn't have a crush on him. I can move on. Um, Brooklyn is just sort of a... Uh, team to me so it's like I, they have d'angelo russell now and jeremy lynn again i'm gonna say okay like, I'm, just, I'm just saying that i'm just look, saying i'm happy jeremy lynn's back in that in the neighborhood but yeah. like let's be honest he nick should have put up money and kept him as a star Real he talk. he faded in houston yeah. and i don't know if he got traded after that because nobody cared about him after he left the next and by nobody i mean me 
Um, so <laughs> there's a lot of people that care about Jeremy Lin. I know, and he's a great player. That's why I said he has, a, nobody, movie, he has a movie I'm, made about him. My father's obsessed. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I threw that out there because it just my anyway. father will appreciate the shout out. Yes. Anyways, um, no. So Brooklyn is just something that could be so great, but just isn't so great. You're right, and that was how it was with Jay Z and Kevin Garnett and all, all those guys. Well, and as peers. somebody who consumes so like not social media, excuse me. Well, I mean, we reality all do. TV, we all do, not but, even that okay. reality TV. Right. When I think of the next, I think of Chris Humphreys, and anybody who is on my level is thinking of the Kim Kardashian wedding circa 2000 and... Chris Humphreys still gets booed. But why should he? First of all, Chris Humphreys is the poor man's, like, Griffin, and I've said this from day one, yeah, yeah. he is visually. And he has then, better hair than Blake Griffin, though. I'm just saying, I'm just like, if that's... Look, Blake like, Griffin on TV is one person. Blake Griffin in person is one of the most handsome men I've ever seen. Love me some Blake Griffin. Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, I like Blake Griffin a lot, too. Uh, he is now just on the Clippers now without CP. Yeah, he's holding that team down. With DeAndre, okay. basically. Um, speaking of Chris Paul... Okay. Love CP, too. Obviously. Beautiful eyes. Uh, yes, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, sure. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will think that he doesn't have beautiful eyes. And he's very annoying, and a lot of times he gets on people's nerves. Well, they haven't looked in his eyes. But you okay, go. all right, all right. I know. Yeah, you. Yeah. I know the Clippers were the team for you for a minute, but I gotta say they were the Brooklyn of the West Coast. Yeah. Keep going. Ooh, wow. That's a. That's a. That's. Oof. That's a. T- that's a great. That's a they were gonna win, take. I, no, they never yes, you're right. You know, you're you. absolutely right. It's very accurate. Sorry for yelling on your podcast. It's, a, it's fine. It's some, people know, you know, people, okay. it gets lots okay, of times. Anyway. Speaking of CP. So Chris Paul is on the Rockets now with yes. James Harden. Yes. Carmelo Anthony mm. wants to go to Houston. The mm-hmm. Blazers are trying to get Carmelo Anthony Ooh. to waive his no trade clause to come no. to Portland. No. What do you think about his demand to go? Because it doesn't sound like he's going to stay in New York. They're trying to go younger. <laughs> they don't want to keep him. So they're trying to move him. He wants to go to Houston, but... Houston has some players that they're having trouble moving. Right. So, uh, uh, right now, everyone's in a standstill. Look, Melo is just this rare creature in my mind that, like, is good, but, like, part of me feels like he peaked in college. He, okay, but he has peaked, no, but no, that's not the point. No, no, no. So, I'm going to ask you this. If you, let's say he can go to any team in the NBA, because, honestly, I do not want to see him on the Blazers, and I do not think he should go... To the Rockets. You're breaking my heart. Portland. You want him in Portland? Yes. Disagree. Yes. Obviously, you haven't heard my takes when I've been recording before. Sorry, Um, people. I haven't heard the takes. (laughs) Which I don't blame you because you hear me talk about it all the time here because we you think Melo's for portland no he's not for portland but i think if he was on portland he would help the blazers look again because he's not for portland yet but cj's working out with him just saying back to reality tv look i don't know if a lot of people saw the short-lived series lala full court life (laughs) where (laughs) this is important intel excuse me it also started with lala court marriage which is the lead up to her wedding and then i think she maybe had one or two seasons and look she 
hated living in Denver. If she went, if he went to the Knicks for no other reason, it was because Lala hated the Nuggets. And so, look, their relationship is already on the rocks. They have a child. 10 or under and it's like I just I don't want to see that relationship fall apart I want to see a family stay together Lala's not going to be down with Portland granted she is good friends on IG with Sierra and she's up in Seattle but we don't have Sonics and I don't think Portland's close enough to keep it viable for her well that's a that's a, a the great the Sierra Russell Wilson insight it's a great insight that maybe helps Portland but probably doesn't uh, actually, but so all my insights come from reality TV. That, and this is no, this is an important <laughs> angle though to consider because it, it was reported. You know, you know, people, you know, talking Can about I LeBron. People talking about LeBron about and his family wanting do, to go back to Cleveland. Do you think Honey Nut Cheerios was real or no. trash talk? Trash talk. Okay. Absolutely. I don't I mean Okay. I don't yeah. I just think I think it was uh Look, he never made an appearance on reality TV. I don't know. Anyway, uh yeah, I think I think uh, this thing but I, I don't think Portland has a great chance of getting him, but the longer it goes on and the longer Houston is unable to get him, the more chance I think Portland has. Okay. So you let's say Portland's out in the mix. Is there any other team you think you'd be good for? Mm. I mean, it would have been cool to see him on New Orleans, but he doesn't want to go to New Orleans. No one does. Um, trying to think here. By no one, he I mean doesn't. He, who don't he, like good food. he doesn't want to go to Cleveland anymore. He would be lost on Cleveland. That was awful. Well, and we're gonna get to why he doesn't want to go. Uh, pretty. That'll be a beautiful quick here. Let's but Kyrie wants to leave, and mm-hmm. I, there's suspicion that LeBron. Doesn't want to stay beyond next year. Okay. Kyrie's under contract for a couple more years after that. Mm. So a lot of people think that it's just, you know, him beating LeBron to the punch. But, you know, what do you think about, about Kyrie wanting to break up with LeBron? I mean, I think Kyrie is somebody who always sees himself as the star. And Mama, he has the Mamba mentality. He has the Mamba mentality, a thousand percent. And I think, you know, when a Braun, a Mellow is on your team, you're not going to be the star. Just because, also not to say like a point guard can't be a star, but I think we're even seeing it with the Warriors. It's like Steph has dimmed with KD and it's like Kyrie dimmed with LeBron. Granted, but, but granted, these, are, ch- different yeah, right. granted, these right. are different players. Granted, these are different players. On the on the flip side, where though, is Kyrie looking to go? On the flip side, though, okay. I just will say LeBron did help him win a championship. No, 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 totally. But he, but I get. But Kyrie I, has his ring, and right, I think for exactly. A lot of players, and I agree with that. And so I think now Kyrie's mind might be like, how do I? How am I the LeBron of a team? How do I come in and right. win that ring? Now, what I don't know is where is Kyrie looking to go or where do you think Kyrie should look to go? Well, it's been reported that he's interested in going to Minnesota because mm. Jimmy Butler is there now and he's friends with Jimmy Butler. Aren't we all? We're not, but I want to be. The, the Knicks, yeah. I, I, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's great. Uh, the Knicks, mm. who are close to Ky- Kyrie's from New Jersey, I believe. So it would be a homecoming and it's New York, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I believe he, it was also been reported that Miami is a team that he's interested in. Here's what in. I'm going to say. I have felt Miami before you even said anything. I think Kyrie is a Miami guy. I think he likes to go out. I think he likes nightlife. Oh, yeah. No, he, I, he definitely I does. think he is a man of the city. And I think Miami loved when 
Braun was there and yes. owned the city. And I think Kyrie will come in and own the city. They've lost D Wade. They don't have a star. Kyrie yep. is a star. Yep. yep. I think they need to start. New York, you're lost in the mix. And Minnesota. I just, I, I don't think he's going to shine. I don't think he wants to buy a house there. And I don't think the weather's for him. That's what I think. Maybe not. I mean, he has lived in Cleveland. Another team that was presented is the Spurs. Mm. No. Um, again, I really see him on Miami. The Spurs, I personally. It's not, exactly. It's not the nightlife. It's I've not told, the nightlife. I've told you this have. a thousand times. And for people who were fortunate to not be stuck in that situation, I have argued at weddings that Chris Paul should have gone to the Spurs because. He, to me, makes the most well, sense. Yes. Continue. And I think that it was a miss. It's not out of this question. It's not out of the question. I think it was a miss that he wasn't put on that team. I think him and Pop would have totally gotten along. I think Chris Paul is a just, like, head down, get it done type of guy. And I think that Pop would have absolutely loved that. Well, this is the thing. Okay. You're not wrong. Because, I'm not. Because Chris Paul, <laughs> I never am. Chris Paul and LeBron have timed it such, and Carmelo as well, mm. that they will all be free agents at the end of this year. So if things don't work out in Houston, potentially Chris Paul could leave the Spurs, okay. or leave the Rockets, excuse me. He and LeBron could go to San Antonio. You think Brown's going to go to San Antonio? It's been mentioned. You don't think he's going to go to L.A.? San Antonio has been mentioned. The Lee Jenkins. Well, what Lee, do you Lee, think? Lee, Lee Jenkins. Not mentioned. Okay. What do you think? Lee Jenkins, the guy who knows LeBron and wrote the coming home letter, mentioned the Spurs as a potential destination. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to trust him. Okay. So I think the Spurs would be the best because my theory is either the Spurs or the Rockets would be the best because he can team up mm. with James Harden and Chris Paul. And the only way I think you could beat the Warriors is if you have way more geniuses on your team. In basketball, and Harden, LeBron, and Paul are probably the three smartest basketball players in the league. I hated what you said, but again, me looking at a full picture, I don't think Savannah wants to go back to a major city post Miami. So you're thinking Not San, get into so, it. so San Antonio well, is I a think, much. I think Texas is. I think Texas is easier for Savannah than but LA. He, but and Houston would probably be not as attractive, knowing that Houston has a great reputation strip for club. strip clubs. <laughs> uh, James Harden just got his jersey retired at a strip club because he tips so much. And he should. Of course. Props to James Harden. Um, Thank you for supporting the local economy. Exactly. And also, but, but what I'm saying is, so maybe that makes San see, Antonio more attractive. Look, I'm sure they own a home in L.A., but I could see Savannah wanting the kids in a school year in San Antonio more than L.A. Well, we'll see. Uh, LeBron, I don't know how close they are with and Beyonce and Jay-Z Le- that may tip the scales. I don't know. Again, LeBron does reality right, TV Right, right. And LeBron does have a home in L.A. He has a production company does. and all that stuff. Like The Wall. But the, the, the Wall, yes. Also, Survivor's Remorse. He just announced today, actually, that he's going to have, uh, I believe it's an HBO show about sneaker culture. Uh I look forward to watching. So, uh, yeah, he he he's doing that as well. So he has he's getting a, he's doing a lot of entertainment stuff. Uh, so so that empire. that makes L.A. A, a destination as well. So, um, but any any uh, 
more NBA thoughts. We talked about Kyrie. We talked about Melo. I would like to jump to Tristan and Chloe oh, yeah. because last time I was on, they were a topic of interest. Um, yes, but you know the Cavs lost, and yes, people, people were, aren't um, people don't care as much about the Cavs right now. No, and I don't. And it's all about Kyrie. As I well. don't think people care as much about Tristan. I do see that relationship thriving. I do see her wanting a baby with him, so I do see some longevity there. As for Tristan's career. I don't know, and I hope he doesn't go down the keeping up with the Kardashians path. Yeah, we don't have to talk too much Lamar. in detail about... Lamar. Yeah, we don't... Yeah, Lamar. okay, I know. Uh, <laughs> Lamar did write a great thing on the Players' Tribune very recently. Lamar Odom wrote a great, great piece on the Players' Tribune. I'm and not the biggest fan of the Players' Tribune, but mm. they wrote a great thing. You don't like Jeter. No, it's not that I don't like <laughs> Jeter. I just think that the practice of what they do isn't that great. I'm just trying to make him sound bad. Anyways. Right. Anyway, no, he's not. Um, but Lamar Odom did have a great player should be talking about you know his road back to sobriety and he, living for his kids and stuff. He's um, been on a path. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to say that you know the the, the story about Lamar Odom is not finished, and he's and he's doing better. So I just I don't I don't want to end it on a dark note. Also on a dark note, inappropriately when he's gotten better. He is not darkness. He has seen the light. Um, I want to ask you, given the current lineup with the Blazers, mm-hmm. besides Mello, since I know what you feel, um, who would be in addition to the team that could get us past second round playoffs this upcoming season? Other than Carmelo? Because I don't even know if Carmelo gets us there, but I think, or gets the Blazers there, but I think mm-hmm. Carmelo... Helps the Blazers win. Maybe let's take second round because right we now, do have the Warriors. Well, we also, do have the Warriors. Also, right now, the Blazers are in danger of missing the playoffs altogether. So mm. they are not by any means a guaranteed playoff team. Because? Because they lost Crab. Mm. The West got way better. And, and so... But let's be honest. They no, rebuilt their entire team... Just a couple years ago. Yes. And everybody's like, they're not going to make the playoffs. No. I certainly thought it. And they made it two and years they in made, a row. So that's, I'm just saying. Right. No, and Portland, and that, and that is, that is something that people have always noticed. Portland usually makes playoffs anyway when they have good players. And, and I think that that's the expectation that I have is that they're going to make the playoffs. But like people that look at them are saying like, hey, they may not make it. But I think Mello could get them into like a five- Mm. seed maybe mm. and the blazers themselves think they could be a top three team if they had carmelo uh but so that's the guy i'm focused on right now because he's the most gettable guy and i don't think um i don't think swapping dame for Kyrie helps i don't think that that helps at all no um and so Kyrie I needs think to go to miami mellow I, I think mellow would be the guy that i think could but obviously it's whether he will or not I think it would be great, you know, if, if they could figure out a way to get another wing uh, a defender. I, I've liked Tony Allen from the Grizzlies, but he's not going to get them past the second round, I don't think, but he would just be a nice addition. I don't think that there's a player out there anymore mm-hmm. uh, that's out on the market, really, mm-hmm. that at this stage of free agency, and we're so close to the season, we're like a month away from the right. start of training camp and stuff. So I don't think uh, there's anybody else out there, really, that's going to – I think Portland's just got to go with what they – they got anything else uh, on your mind that's all my questions for you all right so keep it easy well kelsey thank you for joining me you're welcome uh for this great nba talk 
I know it got loud, it got boisterous, but I, I hope you guys enjoyed it because it was fun. I just want to give one last shout out. If Kelly O'Coin from Billions and the Americans could come back on, I really loved your episode. Anyway, shout out to Kelly, friend of the pod and guest and great uh, actor Good as well. Good All right. Uh, well, keep it locked on Blazers. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play. And I promise I won't be on that much more. <laughs> Maybe she will be. Who knows? Um, I, I think we'll ha- we'll have to do this check in again because I mean it the, the, six months is good. because the NBA drama really doesn't ever stop and 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 we're on this cycle now and it, this is a great time to, to do this. So and you don't watch reality TV, so I give well, you that I, angle. I, well, I do now unless I force you. I do now, gotcha. um, and we also have the network with Sean Hyken. So Absolutely. you know we we have the, we have the reality tip yep. on lock, but I'm glad to get your perspective, get the female perspective. And, and, and get your perspective on the on the game. You see things differently than I do. So. I do, and I'm always happy to give it. So, uh, yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Keep it locked on here, and we'll be back next week with another edition of Locked On Blazers. Until then.